Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody out there is having a great week. I am super excited about today's show. If you're an entrepreneur or anybody out there with a dream, vision, passion, or maybe you don't even know what you want to do yet, you're going to want to stay tuned as I have an amazing guest today, and I know his story will inspire you to focus forward. But before I introduce him, if you are new to the Mental Fitness Matters show, welcome. And to all my frequent listeners, thank you. This show is designed to provide you guys with education, tips, strategies, and solutions to improving your mental health and mental fitness. And as an entrepreneur and licensed professional, my passion is around mental health and mental wellness and helping people perform at their best. And I really do believe that that starts with our mindset and our mind first. And I love having guests on my show to share their stories, to share their experiences, to share their expertise, because I believe that by them providing insight on what got them to where they were, they can help my Mental Fitness Matters community perform at their best. So I'm excited that you guys are listening today. And if you are new to podcasts, please go and download the Mental Fitness Matters podcast and subscribe. Um, You can hear all of my previous shows there. I also upload shows on my YouTube channel, Tracy Austin. So feel free to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. So let's get into it. I have with me today, Frederick Whitaker, who is a proud father, entrepreneur, and a successful businessman. He is the CEO of Journey Enterprises, a talent management and consulting firm. Fred has executed a number of opportunities for celebrities like Terrence J., Lala Anthony, Angela Simmons, and Angela Yee. He's also worked alongside major corporations such as the Boys and Girls Club, McDonald's, and Disney Dream Academy. Not only has Fred elevated and advanced his clients' careers, but he has made strides in his own career by producing the HBCU 101 TV series, a book series, and he's the co-founder of the HBCU Experience. He's also the owner of the Atomic Wing uh, franchise restaurant. And to top it all off, Fred has a book that will become available for pre-order September 15th called Come on a Journey with Me. And I'll let him tell us a little bit more about that as we get into the show. Fred, welcome to the show, buddy. So nice to have you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you guys for having me, man. I'm, I'm excited and nervous at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no need to be nervous. We are super excited to have you. And I'm really just excited to get this interview in because not only knowing that you are the man behind the scenes of big brands and celebrities, I'm just excited to hear a lot more about your journey and journey enterprises. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started. We want to know who Fred Witt is. Um, Fred Witt is a a, a young, hungry entrepreneurial spiritual person that just always uh you know set goals and I stuff and focus on those goals um i've been in the business for 15 plus years um i originally started um working in i guess you could say entertainment when i was in college at north carolina ant um i used to dj and throw events all the time when i was in college um my best friend my long brother terrence J. um he used to host the parties I used to DJ the parties and we had like a, a little crew of us where it was me, Terrence, Travis and quiet. We called ourselves team dollar. So we just used to do all of the events on campus. And that's how I kind of got my foot 
a little bit wet in the entertainment business, so to say, when it came to doing events and managing people and, and working with people. So, you know, that's that's how I got my start. And that's when I started falling in love with the, the entrepreneurial, you know, lifestyle where I was like, hey, either I can work as many hours as I want to work for myself and do the goals that I want to do and, and chase after the dreams that I want to chase after, or I can go, you know, no disrespect to people that do a nine to five, or I can go do a nine to five and help somebody else build their dreams. So I decided that I just wanted to build my own dreams. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you have done a great job at that. Just kind of taking a look at some of um, your history. You're not only taking care of the needs and the brands of your clients and organizations, but you're also taking care of your brand as well. Right. So you're doing some things for celebrities. You're doing things for organizations, but you also have Fred Witt, the brand. <laughs> mm-hmm. How has that been for you kind of with the, the work life balance of, of working on other brands, but also working for yourself? Well, you know, I, I work with a lot of amazing people, and, you know, I, I'll never take the credit. Um, it's it's one of those things where I have people in my corner that's very supportive and people that support me and I support them, and it's always a team effort. So it's not like one person's outshining the other person. It's like we're all working towards that same goal and trying to accomplish whatever that goal is. You know, um, me establishing the Fred Witt brand, so to say, is just one of those things where, I've always been who I am and and been myself for the longest. It's just showing it to the rest of the world. And I think that, you know, with social media, it kind of put it out there a little bit more. But I've always been the the person that I am. It's just that it's it's starting to get more attention and I'm becoming a, a lot more comfortable putting it out there because, you know, for the longest, I would just always want to be the guy that's behind the scenes and, you know, make it all about my clients and, and not make it about me. But then, as you know, I started talking more and people started approaching me like, well, hey, you know, I don't want to be talent. I want to be the guy that's behind the scenes because they saw how I was maneuvering in rooms and how I had relationships and how I can go places without talent and still get the same type of treatment and have the same type of relationships. So I just started thinking, well, you know what? There, you know, there can only be a few people that can be as as dope or as amazing as a Terrence J in the world because that's just a special gift that he has that, you know, doing what he do that does for a living. Yeah. But there can be a plethora of Fred Wits out there, somebody who just likes to work hard, get their hands dirty and help people accomplish their dreams and their goals. I love that. And it's let's stay right there for a second. So what would you say to an up and coming entrepreneur, somebody who has a dream and a vision, maybe whether it's in the entertainment industry or just owning their own business? What would you say some advice you would give this person listening to you right now um, from your grind and your walk? What would you say to them? What advice would you pass down? I would honestly say I would say I would say and it sounds cliche, but I would say enjoy the process. Um, you know, everything that I've learned over the last 15, 15 years helped me get to where I'm at. I am today. You know, it, it, it's funny that I put in over 10,000 hours of putting in work in, but people are just now recognizing me. Well, yeah. people who know me and know my story and my journey is like, no, Fred has been doing that. So to the advice that I would give to the people now is one of those things where you have, when you have your, your, your goals in front of you and you know the things that you want to accomplish, go after them. You know, there, there will always be a closed door, but then there's always an open window. There will always be a fork in the road. You know what I mean? You go through that fork. You, you don't take no as an answer. You find another way to, to get the things done that you want to get done. And, of course, you know who your core people are, and, and you build in them. You, you confide in them. You, you vent to them because there's going to be ups and downs. But 
there's going to be more there's going to be more low times than there's going to be high times. So when you do get that one high time, when you do get that one deal or hit that one goal, it's going to make all of the low low times feel irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's just it's just a, a feeling of okay, I accomplished a goal, and then once you accomplish one goal, I say to people all the time, man, it's just like you know when you're working out, it's all mental. The only thing that's stopping you is you. If you deter, if you get it determined in your mind that you can do it, you'll be amazed at how powerful the mind is when you push yourself. Wow. All you got to do is push yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's all you got to do. I love that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back to what you said about enjoying the process. I think that's huge. You know, I think when we look at whatever the the talent is or whatever the field of the industry is, people are expecting this overnight success. And that's just not true. You know, like you said, you put in the work, you put in the hours and people are just now taking notice. But you've been doing this right. Fred has been working. Fred Mm -hmm. has been grinding. So enjoying the process. And so as you're as I hear you enjoying that process, I also heard you make the correlation about it being mental. Um, And one of the ways that I connected with you was literally uh, following you on social media, my friend, and you have done a lot of work, whether it's running or cycling. I've just been really impressed, not only by your physical fitness, but by the level of mental fitness that you have. Um, And I would love for you to talk about that. I just saw you did a 65 mile ride. You did a 65 mile ride. Talk about that. Like what, (laughs) what was going through your mind on mile five and what was going through your mind on mile 65? Well, it's funny, um, you know, the way social media work is you kind of see what's going on right then and there. But what people don't realize is the furthest I've done is 161 miles. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I got into cycling. It, it was one of those things where, like, where when, when the pandemic started, you know, you had to do a, a lot of adjusting and trying to figure out how you're going to adjust with the times. And there was always things that I wanted to do, but I just never had the time because I was always traveling or I was always working on somebody's project or focusing on, you know, where's the next opportunity going to come or where's the next check going to come from. And I used to always say my best friend, Shafer, like, I want to get into cycling. I want to get into cycling. And, you know, when the pandemic started, it was one of those things. I just started looking into it more and started asking questions because I had a lot more downtime, so to say, because basically everything was shut down and, and the world was trying to figure out especially my business where I, I work with a lot of celebrities that do appearances, host events, speaking engagement, uh, parties, things of that nature. And when all that stuff shut, shut down, I just started focusing on, on, you know, looking into things I want to do. And I just looked into to cycling and it was funny. I, I just randomly found a bike shop near my house. It, it was funny. I walked in there. They only had a few bikes left. And I said, oh, what about this right here? And they was like, oh, we might have one left in stock. Have you ever been fitted before? Mind you, I'm new to the cycle. Right. So I have no idea. I was like, fitted? Like, I can't just get on any bike and ride. It was like, no, you got to get fitted. You got to do this and do that. They checked the warehouse. It was like, oh, we do have a bike in stock. Um, and it's your size. So I was like, okay, can you get us into the store? And, you know, I'll come back and get it. It was like, it don't work like that. I was like, well, how does it work? It was like, you got to pay for the bike right now. And then when it comes in, let us know if you like, like it or not. And so I'm new to the cycling world, so I'm not thinking nothing of it. I was like, all right, cool. Like, what I got to give you, a deposit or something? It's like, now you got to pay the whole thing, $1,500. I was like, whoa, 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 for a bike? <laughs> so so it, it kind of caught me off guard. Like, wait, wait, 1500 for a bike? So then as I started doing more research, I was like, 
oh, that's pretty cheap. I was, the bikes go up to $10,000. So long story short, I ended up getting a bike. I called my best friend and said, I got it. And I just started riding. I just started riding around, you know, you know the, the, the 757 area. And I just started pushing myself like, all right, you did 15 miles. That's nothing. Let's go for 25 miles. Let's go for 30 miles. Let's go for 15 miles an hour. Let's go for 20 miles in less than an hour. So I, I just started pushing myself. And then one day I woke up, I, I just started looking in the trails. And there's this trail called the Capitol Trail uh, from Jamestown, Virginia to Richmond, VA, 54 miles one way. So I was like, if I go that way, that's 54 miles. And if I come back, that's 108 miles. So then I said, well, how far is Newport News Hampton from Jamestown? Oh, that's, you know, 30 miles. So then I did the math in my head. I was like, Okay, that's a hundred and you know sixty miles. I was like, maybe I leave my house, I get to fifty, whatever fifty is, and then just turn around. And when I once I hit that fifty mile marker, I just kept going. Wow! And it was one of those things where once again, my team and my friends and my family and my frat brothers are so supportive that they was tracking me live, and they was just sending me messages like, "Yo, just keep going," or "You're not gonna keep going." And I'm the type of person that when somebody tell me I can't do something. It's like, oh, I got to pull you wrong. I got to get one up on you. And I, I just kept going. It took me about 13 hours, 12 to 13 hours. And I did 161 miles in one day. Nonstop. Wow. wow, wow, wow. So many parallels as I hear you kind of telling that story in terms of as you're starting out and, and learning what you want or enjoying what you wanted to do and who you've become now. But as you were kind of going through the process of, of cycling and just kept going, you know, I think there's a lot of messages and, and insight that we can all gain from that. Just keep going, enjoy that process. And there's a level of mental fitness that you have to have to accomplish these goals. And you mentioned mindset. Talk about mindset for you and how instrumental that has been in your journey, kind of in where you are, but also in where you're going. Um, mindset is everything, you know, it's kind of like I said earlier, it's like once you set your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. You just need that push. And the, before I even got into cycling, I, I, I was running a lot. And the only reason why, like, you know, for me growing up between New York city and Infant North Carolina, you know, the only time we would run is like either playing football, basketball, somebody was chasing after us. That's the only time we run. <laughs> but I had a, a really close friend of mine named Yusuf Neville that, used to try to get me to run with him all the time and run marathons and run races. And it was one of those things where he was like, your friend is all mental. I promise you it's all mental. And I'm like, yo, Yusuf, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And he finally convinced me to do it. So he, 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 he walked me through the train and gave me a training schedule. Um, and it was one of those things where I was like, all right, this is cool. I'm going to do my first half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. But, what people don't understand is not about the day of the race. It's about being consistent and putting in that time, building up to the race. Wow. And because Yusuf was mentally pushing me, like the race is usually in January, we would start training and I was new to running. We would start training around the end of September going into October. So September, October, November, December, I'm literally running every day, every other day. And, and that's the part, that's the mental part that gets you is, doing something every single day and it's doing the same thing. And you have to learn how to mentally zone out. But I was still, still relatively new that I was still complaining about it. And I'll never forget, it was a week before we was about to do the race. And my, my guy, Yusuf, he ended up killing himself. Um, and it was one of those things where it, it took me back 
because I was like, you know, I literally talked to him every day. We was in a group chat, me, him, Schaefer, Jay Rich, and all of us. And, and basically he was the runner in the group and he convinced all of us to start running. And so it became one of those things that when he um, ended up, you know, taking his life, the race still came a week later and we was like, well, you know, we're still going to do it in his honor. And for me mentally, I just started seeing him while I was running. And that just kept mentally pushing me to run, run, run. And it was one of those things like I never got the, the chance to run a race with him and physically, but mentally and spiritually, he's always there running with me. And and that was the thing that just pushed me to keep going with it when it came to running. And I, I look up now, I've done fulls, I've done halves, I, I, I've I've traveled the world to run, you know, run these races. But the whole time, my state of mind is, I'm doing this with Yusuf. And that gives me my push and my motivation to, to keep going and chasing after those miles when I'm out there running. Did I answer the question or did I go all around the world? Man, Fred, you just, you in here dropping gems. You can write a whole nother book. We can't wait to get to the other book you wrote, but you can write a whole nother book with this message right here, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Talk about oh, wow. impact. Talk about impact. And some of the things that I heard you mention was just repetition and consistency. And it's not about the day of the race. It's about the prep work that you're doing before you get to the race. How many times are we faced with something every single day, right? Every single day. We think it's about that moment, that event. It's about the work you do before you even see where you're going to be, right? So thank you for putting in that yeah. perspective. And you're right. You're you're running with your friend and your friend is running with you in spirit every single day. And that brings me to the next topic there in terms of having a why, you know, having a purpose, having something that drives you. Um, and it sounds like you have a lot of reasons why you're doing what you're doing. But what would you say one of the biggest thing that fires you up, that gets you out of bed every day, ready to work? Um. It's, it's creating that legacy for myself, my daughter, my niece, and my family. It, it's being the first entrepreneur in my family. And at first, I couldn't explain to everybody what I was doing when I first started off. But now, you know, 15 years later, it's like now everybody's coming to me for advice or saying, well, hey, can you help me with this? Because you've done this. And, you know, it, it just it, it just gives me that, that, that drive to like, all right. Yeah, you did that, but what are you going to do next? Okay, you did that, but what are you going to do next? Like, what, what's the next thing that's going to help take things to another level? And then also let you, you know, let my younger brothers and sisters and daughters and nieces and them see that, hey, if Fred can do it, I can do it. I know Fred. I, I, I see what he do every day. So what really fires me up is just setting that example and, and, and laying down that groundwork for, you know, the rest of my family and the rest of my peers to let them know, like, you know, what I'm doing is, is cool, but you guys can be way cooler than me. You can be 10 times better than me because I'm just, I'm the one that's hope. I feel like I'm the one that's holding the door open for everybody else to come through the door and take over the entire house. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that that's what motivates me. I love that. And I love how you mentioned legacy, leaving that legacy. A lot of times in our community and our cultures, we're the first ones. Right. And so you mentioned being the first mm -hmm. entrepreneur in your family. Um, you're a father. Um, and so you're trying to leave a legacy for, for your for your kids, for your family. And they're watching you move without fear. Even if there's some fear there, you're moving anyway. You know, that's such a powerful. It's, it's, 
it's definitely fear there, but you know, I, I want to say uh, Will Smith says it all the time, or and I've also learned this by uh, pledging Omega Sci Fi. Fear is just a state of mind. Ooh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it, it, you're only fearing what you're thinking because you're thinking the worst. Yeah. But when you actually do it, it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. It's you know, it's like running a marathon. It's like oh, twenty six point two miles is a lot. But then when you cross that finish line, you're like, damn, I did it. Damn, I did it. Yo, I did it. What's next? Yeah. What's the next race? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the whole time you're fearing because a lot, you, you automatically, psychologically talk yourself out of stuff in your mind. Like, like it's, it's like, you know, even when you lift weights, you don't even know how strong you really are until you really push yourself. That's like, right. you're like, oh, no, nah, that's heavy. And as soon as you, you grab it, like, damn, it's heavy. But if you're like, yo, I got it, I got it, I got it, you're like, oh, shit, I actually did it because you mentally psyched yourself up to do it. Absolutely. So, you know, it, it's just a state of mind, man. State of it's mind, all state, of state of mind. Of mind. Yeah, that's right. Your, your body, your, your body's going to do what your mind tells it to do. And that's the, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. I want you to get into this book, Fred. I see you got a book called Come on a Journey with Me. Let's talk about this book. I've seen uh, some of this, the visual pieces of this, and I think it's ready for pre-order on September 15th. I'm excited about this for you. Tell us about the inspiration behind the book and what this is about. Um, the inspiration came from, well, I had two different inspirations behind it, so to say. It was something else that I had on my list that I wanted to do, but I just haven't had the time to like, to like really sit down and dive into it. And when the pandemic hit, uh, you know, that's when all of the school shut down. So we had to do homeschooling with our kids. And as me and Journey were sitting there, they would send us a link. We were going to link and she had to read certain books and the books will come up. And I'm like, Okay, I remember some of these books when I was a kid. It's like, why are you still looking at no disrespect to Doctor Seuss? It's like, why are you still looking at these type of books? And the world has evolved so crazy, where there wasn't that many African American books or stories or people of our culture to see and learn. And so I just started thinking, like, well, you know, why don't I get into the children's? book world. And then I was like, well, what stories would I tell? And then the other uh, epiphany I had was whenever I do stuff with Journey or Briley, and Briley's my niece, um, you know, she's uh, 11, Journey's 8, and it's one of those things where whenever I do stuff for Journey, I always make sure I include Briley just so she can have those type of feel-good moments as well. And then Journey can have somebody to experience meet these things with. But it, it was one of these things where it was like whenever we do stuff, I would just post it on social media and I wouldn't post it for like likes or comments. I was posting it so my family can see what we're doing. So I don't have to text everybody photos. <laughs> I got to send some to my mom and some to my dad and her mom and her family. I was like, you know what? I know all y'all follow me. I'm just going to put it on Instagram. And it got to the point where people like, well, what are y'all doing next? Where are y'all going next? Oh, y'all at Disney world. Oh, what are y'all doing at Disney world? And I would just, you know, but organically post us having a good time. And I was like, well, you know what? Why don't I take our stories and put it in book and not only share those stories with, you know, our friends and family, but inspire other black fathers out there and inspire other kids to dream big and think big out of the box. And then also get to see people that look like them in books where they can relate to the story. And once again, there's no knock to, you know, the children's books that's out there now, but it's like, I'd rather my daughter ask me, Hey, that this, this little girl right here is building a computer. And she looks just like me. 
I think I want to get into computers. Then her asking me, hey, that, so why is the green elephant talking to the purple cat? It's like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So Absolutely. that's how I, I got into it. So, yeah, the book is, we're taking pre-orders on September 15th. Um, the book will be available on um, September 29th. Uh, I, I will be making an announcement on where everybody can get the book from. There's going to be a certain website that you have to go to. Um, I know, you know, this is kind of live right now, so I would love to give the website out right now, but I don't want you guys to go to the website quite yet because I'm still trying to get it to where I'm like, okay, this is the website everybody's going to enjoy. I'm kind of one of those things where I don't overthink things. I just want it to be done right. So when you do take that first visit, you're going to enjoy that visit on the website instead of you say, ah, the website is down. I got to come back or this is not working properly. So absolutely that's where i met with it i am excited about that and what a great great thing for the community the culture for youth and thank you for all that you're doing and just putting your heart your soul and your passion into your work i'm loving how i'm just hearing so many connections of you just doing you know you just kind of being in moments doing what it is that you feel like you're led to do and things just lining up and continuously working out that momentum and that energy is is powerful it's positive you got me fired up i can't wait to start back running again i like to run now too not on the mileage that you're on yet, but I'm gonna catch up. I'm gonna catch up. Um, but no, it's just. But you know, one 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 mile is better than no mile. That's, that's always it. said to people. And and what people don't understand is you train your body to what you wanted to do, and then your body starts to starts to develop muscle memory. Yeah. Like I, you know, because I'm into cycling a lot more now, but I I might not run as much because I've been cycling more but I can easily go out and do five miles because of the muscle memory. Yeah. I can, it, it's just something that you train. It's like, it's like writing. Like we, as, as people, we went to school to learn how to write. You write, you write every day, you write every day. Yeah. You might take a few weeks or a few years off of writing, but then you know how to go back and do cursive. I mean, cursive because you, you've done it for so long. It's just muscle memory, man. That's it. You're just making your memory stronger. That's it. And that repetition matters. That consistency matters. So putting in the work and putting in the reps and you get the results. Fred, man, you have mm-hmm. been amazing. I am just so glad and so honored to have you on today. Thank you for all that you're doing in the world. How can people connect with you if they want to continue to follow you and listen to you? How can they reach out to you, buddy? Um, uh, You can hit me on Instagram. My Instagram name is Frederick. And that's F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K. Uh, WJR is my Instagram name. Um, Twitter is at Fred Witt and Facebook is, I think, Fred Whitaker. Yeah, I, I think not. <laughs> it's all linked together. So when you post on one, it goes to all three. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, my, my Facebook is Fred Whitaker. Yeah, it's my name, I think. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, that's all I good. I should know that. No, it's, it's, I think it is Fred Whitaker. Fred Whitaker for Facebook as well for you as well, buddy. I can't wow. thank you enough for your time, for your passion, for your energy. I can feel your spirit through the video and through this uh, microphone right here. Thanks for all you're doing. I can't wait to continue to follow.
follow your journey. And make sure you guys check out Come on a Journey with Me uh, by Fred Whitaker. He will be putting that out for pre-order on September 15th, ready for release September 29th. You guys don't want to miss that. Continue to follow him and all that he's doing and so much positive impact that he's having in the world. Fred, we thank you for your time. And I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out and shine bright like the stars that you are. Continue to be great. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 